Hello and welcome to the Guilty Pleasures podcast with Stuart Thompson. I'm your host Stuart Thompson and this is podcast. I don't have a guest today, I need to be honest. I just felt like doing this because it was a Wednesday. I finished uni. I don't have a full-time job yet, so I'm fucking bored. Um, so I thought I'd just give you a wee update. If you listen to the David DL podcast last week, which you should, because I think it was one of the best podcasts I've ever done, um, you'd have heard that he was shaving off his beard to raise money for a local food bank in Motherwell, and I just thought I'd let you know that he's done it. His aim was £500, and he's made 640 You can still donate. Um, he's address is www.gofundme.com slash ddlzl which is his instagram and his twitter name but he told you not to follow him on twitter because he's he doesn't like it but um i so he shaved off his beard and he looks weird oh rhyming but i so you can still donate to it if you want to do that but either way um yeah he's done a good thing um Bye. So I just thought I'd tell you all about that because that is what I thought I would do. I thought since I'm doing this anyway, I may as well tell you a wee story, which I will do. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you've already heard this story. I'm on Twitter at Stuart Thompson, T-O-M-P-S-U-N. Um, so you can... You've probably already heard that story there. If you want to follow me, you can follow me, but don't if you don't want to. The, play, the podcast is at Pleasures Pod, spelled the way that should be spelled. If you want to just find out when the new episodes are going up. But um, aye, so on Friday I decided to go and see Chris Rock's new film, Top 5, at the cinema. And it was more traumatic than I had planned on it being. Actually, I got up at six in the morning because I was going to cut my grand's grass. Because I went and done it yesterday, so I done it. But I up at six in the morning, it started raining, so I was up at six and I was like, "Fuck this!" I need to do something. So I thought, "What's in the cinema?" And I looked and I booked. It was top five, and my favourite screen is in the world screen eighteen, the smallest one. It's brilliant, and it's got these wee seats that I like. Um, if you've ever been in. Smaller screen skinny world, skinny world, skinny world. They have got it's like two wee, it's like a they've got big bunchy seats, bunch, big groupy seats. Uh, aye, just like big groupy seats. And then there's a wee stairway, and then uh, the left hand side of the stairway, it's two seats, like blocks of two going up the stairs. So I usually sit in one of them because it's less likely that somebody will sit next to you because. They don't want six that next day just one other person. So I usually book them. So I thought that's what I'd book to sit on. So I go in, it's a uh, Glasgow. I walk up, I get a coffee from my favourite coffee shop in Glasgow. Uh Lab I don't know how to say it, Laboratorio Espresso. I just call it Lab Esp because that's their Twitter name. And it's easier to say when you don't know how to say things. Like I don't. So I went in there, got my coffee, drank the coffee, then I went to get one of the juices. You'd be I don't know why I'm expecting a response. I bet to get juices for that. Buchanan Galleries thing, jet fuel or juice fuel or something. And that was shit. Just eat food. I mean, so wasted a fair bit of money on that shit. Went into the world and I was gonna get a, gotta get a popcorn, but I decided against it because I, I found that I might be 
lactose and no, no. <laughs> the, the other one, gluten, glucoliac. Co- might have that because I'm pooing like a, I'm just pooing hunters and that because I eat bread and pasta. So I had spaghetti last Friday, my first bit, bit of pasta bread in ages, and then I had a piece on the Sunday, and I thought I was going to die. So definitely something wrong with me. But I so I wasn't wanting popcorn because I don't. I've not done any research into what's gluten free and what's no. And gluten free's pish. I've found out because I'm just eating vegetables. Well, it's nice. I feel better. I don't feel like I'm going to die anymore, which is always good. But I'm definitely. I do feel like I'm going to die because we all die. In the end, but like I don't feel like I'm going to die from bread. I might die from like I might die. I don't know. I might die for bread. If you don't eat bread, you're not going to die for bread. Where was I? I I was in and I didn't get a popcorn. That's what it was. But mate, I'm going to check because I'm going to go on Friday again to see Mad Max. I'll let you know if it, how that goes. But I so I went up to my favourite screen, screen eighteen, floor six highest cinema in the world and I went in checked my seat G7 it was and it was right next to the only other guy in the cinema just me and this guy and I thought fuck this so instead of sitting next to him I thought I'll go to the toilet because I don't know if like, allocated seating has been introduced at cinema world and I don't like it, but I feel like sticking to it because I get mad anxiety and I feel like if I don't sit in my seat, somebody's going to come in. I moved, what was it I went to see? Still Alice and a wee old woman moved me. And I don't want that happening again. So I'm going to sit on my seat. And that's why I book my favourite seat before I go in. So I don't need to sit on my favourite seat and I've not booked it and then I get moved from my favourite seat and it just ruins the whole experience. So I book my favourite seat. So that's what I thought I'd done and I fucked it because I booked the seat next to my favourite seat which was across the fucking aisle. So I got to the toilet and <laughs> I went to the toilet and was hiding from basically. And I was going to wait a couple of minutes, I'd go in and I'd sit back down next to him and it wouldn't be as weird because there's people already there. And then it would be like, oh, this is just people. So anyway, five minutes in the toilet, I go back in and it's still just me and him. And I'm like, fuck it, I can't leave again because he's going to know why. So when I eventually sit down next to him. So I go and I sit down next to him. <laughs> then a woman comes in. The woman that works in the world comes in and tells us that the screen is broke. And it won't be working for another... I don't know, she said that the film would definitely come on, but they didn't know when. So we were just sitting, pure blackness in the side of us, just stared at this black screen, avoiding, did anything to avoid looking at each other. So I started tweeting about the situation. Well, continued tweeting about the situation. He was on his phone. And then another guy came in, and he looked at us, and I was like, shit, they've done this thing. Because allocated seating in the cinema world bunches always together. That's me say bunch. I hate the word bunch. It like bunches everybody together in a wee group. And I don't know why. It doesn't spread it out. It just if there was like ten ten seats in a row and you haven't chose your seat. And there's ten seats in a row. And there's ten people in the cinema. Ten people will be in that row. And there's no reason for it. They just do that. And it's fucking irritating. So I'm like shit. He's obviously gonna be sitting next to 
this guy, so the three is a winner. Oh, it's not even like a good like a good seat. <laughs> it's like off center and oh, it's pish. I don't. I just like it because no one's sitting next to you, and I just get to watch the cinema in peace. But so we're sitting next to each other. This guy comes in and he looks at, looks at his checks his ticket, then moves and sits away from us, and I'm that's fine. And then I'm thinking, what if it was his seat and he decided not to sit next to us? Because he thinks we're best pals and he doesn't know what to sit next to us. So he's probably looked at us and went, Oh, that's good. That's nice. They're going to the cinema together. I'm not going to sit next to them and ruin their day, even though I've came and sat next to this guy and ruined his day. So, like, he probably thought, Oh, these guys, they probably met each other at school. One of them probably quoted a Chris Rock bit one day in class. And then they just became best pals ever since. And this is a big moment in their friendship. Going to see Chris Rock's right writer directorial debut. That's well, not directorial debut, but everybody said it was good. So, hey, students are sitting. <coughs> that guy's just doing phase. And then another group come in. And they're being loud as fuck. There's one guy going on a big rant about Star Wars. And just a fucking gag at mate. You know what I mean? It's no real. Like, I don't know, people probably listen to this and going, oh, fucking get a grip, you're just sitting next to a guy. But, like, the same people might be getting, oh, fucking annoyed because George Lucas fucking made three shit films after making three or eight ones and they're greeting and that. It's, oh, he's wasted my childhood now, hasn't he? Because it's not a childhood anymore. It's fucking shut up. I hate Star Wars. I hate anything that, that couldn't happen. See, that's Marvel. I'm not right, going to get it. I'll get it at one point. So, these guys have come in and they're fucking so loud talking about fucking Star Wars. And me and the guy sigh at the exact same time, look at each other and smile. And I was like, yes, connection, maybe it'll be all right. It's less awkward now. Then, a guy walks in and he's holding two juices. And I think, this is a thirsty guy. I don't really think that, I think, shit, this guy's pal is either no here yet, I don't think shit, this guy's pal's not here yet, I, I think this guy just came with two juices, fuck it, I doesn't really think that much, and then I initially assume that because the, the guy that came in and looked at me and um, me and me, my new pal sitting and th- I was like, oh, he probably thinks we're best pals. He was a black man. And this guy that walked in was also a black man. And I, I thought, oh, it's obviously his pal because I, I'm obviously a bit racist internally. Just making these assumptions. Because that guy was actually friends with the man I was sitting next to. And his seat was the seat next to him on the other side. So the seating arrangement was now me. That guy to my left and to the left of the, my pal was this guy's actual pal that he chose to sit next to at the cinema and come and I'm like, fuck. So they don't talk. He just hands him his juice, he says thanks, and they just sit in pure silence. And I'm like, this is because of me. No way would they be sitting in silence if I wasn't here. So I have to just go, fuck it. It's going to be awkward this work for an hour and a half. Amy sitting here and then not be able to talk or interact while this film's on. Well, they shouldn't be talking when the film's on, but some people, I don't really mind when people do it as long as they're just quiet. So they sit next to each other 
and I go fuck and I leave again and I go and stand in the same cubicle and I go stand in the same cubicle that I was standing in and wait again um, I decide I'll go back in I'll just sit so I went back in and I sat in the seat that like you read the, the sound engineer's sitting and I go right I'll sit there because I've never sat in that and I thought I'll see what this is like if it's good or that and she's like, I'm sorry, like it wasn't anything special. It was like, it's a cinema and it's a big screen and it's loud as fuck. It's too loud in a cinema. And it's going to be that loud wherever you sit and the screen's going to be as big wherever you sit. So don't listen to that shit. It's just the same, really. So then this new guy comes in <laughs> and he walks in, looks at the screen, looks at everybody in the cinema and goes, is the screen broke? And nobody answered, even though everybody is yeah, the screen was broke. We all just stared at our phones or stared past them. And he, he could have, his mouth thought he'd come into the wrong film or something like that. And we just left him. We just let him decide what he was going to do by himself. Let him come to a conclusion and see what he was going to do. But he came and he sat directly in front of me, which is fucking annoying. And I, But maybe he dread that thing as well. And he thought, well, that guy's took the best seat in the cinema, according to empire whoever i read it in i'll sit in the one in front of him i got the same best seat and i didn't get a chance to speak to him but he probably thought the same as me he was like ah fuck it, it's just the same in it no matter where you sit in fact i sat somewhere and i went to see manny steel and i went and took two pills and they sat in my seats and they were like this is shit so like, no it's no this is the best seat like you can lean against well they weren't sitting in this exact same seat but it was a good wee seat fuck them so I've never been in the pictures with them since. I went to see Stolen with Nicolas Cage with him though. It was fun. Where, aye, so that guy comes, sits, and then the screen comes on. It's quite a good film. It's decent. Then we leave the cinema when it finishes. And I go to the toilet. And I actually do the toilet this time. And then I leave the toilet. And then if you've been to Cinema World, when you walk out, you either go right to go in the escalator or left to go in the lift and I thought fuck it I'm going in the lift because it's the highest bit up and it'll take ages to get in the escalator so I go and I, one of the lift doors is open and I've already made my way into it and the two people inside it are the two guys who I was sitting next to by myself the whole time and I couldn't not I couldn't leave I was basically stuck and this left with these strangers that I'd had this experience with and we smiled at each other. We got to the floor and I let them out in front of me. And I didn't see them again. After that, that was it. I thought maybe, like I went to see Anchorman 2 as I said on the DVD thing and when it finished, the guy I was sitting next to, We'd been laughing together. I didn't know the guy, but it was with his family and he found it awkward. So he was laughing with me rather than with his family. And we smiled and we nodded. And that was a good wee experience, but I never got that with them. So I think I was right about the fact I'd ruined their day a wee bit with having to sit next to him. But um, aye, that's that's basically it. I just thought I'd tell you a wee story since I had a wee itching to podcast today. You can tell me whether you like the story, whether I should do more episodes like this, because I have a few more stories I'd quite like to tell. Um, like after my brother's dog the day, so I need to go and take her a walk. And she doesn't look up, she doesn't give a shit about walking. 
So I'm not going to do that. But I, I'm going to. You can get back to me whether he's like this or not on Twitter at Stuart Thompson, as I said. And if you don't like it, tell me as well, and I won't do it again. I have to subject you to this. Um, hopefully, have a guest next week. I've got one booked in, but he's already cancelled once because he's a mad stoner, and his life is a mess. So, um, hopefully, I'll see you next week with an actual guest. If not, I'll see you next week with another shit story. So thanks for listening to episode 9 of the Guilty Pleasures podcast with Stuart Thompson. Oh, fuck. I might have an absolute bell today, I guess, lined up. I'm not allowed to say. But it's somebody from Saturday Night Live who's been on Saturday Night Live and I'll be interviewing him in person and I'm buzzing off my tits. But aye, I'll be able to confirm that later on. If it doesn't happen, I'll look like a dick because of this. But I run this by myself and I've been emailing this person's agent and I feel oh, it's exciting. But I, anyway, episode nine of the Guilt Pleasure Podcast. Thanks for listening. Shoot.